Hey now. Hey Chris, how's it going? Good. Great. How are you? How's... Happy New Year. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Anytime. How was my Bahamas? podcast too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you travel so much it's though. So like nice. I don't know. It's so nice. Bahamas. It's glorious. Oh, did you I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I did some videos <clears throat> and um um I did some videos and that's really getting me a lot of traction. So I'm uh, maybe I have to go on more vacations and do more videos because those give me the most views. <laughs> <laughs> do you think people want to a picture of of uh, Toronto sign or Toronto back background? Do you think people want to live your life? No, I got three kids under five. Trust me, it's insane. <laughs> Uh, unless you take them to Disney World in like two months and we're driving it's gonna be a nightmare personal torture I like Jeez. well I uh I saw you posted some charts about like salary expectation salary charts like I think today like maybe those. we talk about how can you get a raise like what are the different strategies if you want to get a raise how do you do it um when should you do it and uh, is there an appropriate way to like approach your boss or a strategy to employ when you want to get some more money? Do you think that makes sense? Uh, yeah, I think that anyone in the construction industry who feels like they're underpaid and like loves where they're working, loves their boss, loves their commute, loves all that stuff, just go ask for a raise because your boss knows that the industry is hot and especially if you're underpaid what you want i don't even think you'll need to get a, like the, an offer to show them what you're worth because everyone knows right because that's one strategy is going out going to the market looking around getting an offer using that offer to play against your current employer but there's some downside risks to that first of all if you're using a recruiter he or she would probably like to kill you <laughs> if that's right. what you're doing right Secondly, oh yeah, yeah, I've had that happen before. Whatever, right? Prices we all have cost of doing business, yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. I remember Secondly, this one guy is so obvious. Oh my god, looking back on it, so mad yeah, myself. right. But usually, Just I recently. can call it. Usually, I feel mm -hmm. it in my gut if that's happening. But yeah. it does happen, right? Secondly, though, it's kind of one of those things that it's you know like breaking up with a girl the first time. It's like that trust is broken between you and your boss, right? Like it's, do you know what I'm saying? Like if you go to your boss yeah, and yeah, go yeah. Like interviewed at a competitor, it's like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like you may, might not have that same relationship moving forward. So getting an offer from another firm, bringing it back is kind of a risky strategy sometimes, I think. Um, but well, I like think you you're right always, on the You money. can always go, you already accepted the offer. So you can always just go with the job that you just accepted. Hopefully, like right. obviously as a recruiter, that's what I'm hoping you're going to do. Um, right. But if you right. like your boss, like you're right, I think. Yeah, just go like, for the rest of the It's all about confidence. Right right it's now. about confidence. You go in there confidently, professionally, with some stuff to back you up, projects you've done. And, and with that, too, there's a lot Depends. of project, you, co there's a lot of project like, coordinators yeah. out there that you could ask for an assistant PM role, where essentially your roles and responsibilities are the same, but you've got a bump in title. And usually with a bump in title comes some more money. Right. Also, so even, if you want to talk about project ahead. coordinators, like a tiny bit off, not like really off topic, but like project coordinators, you, and especially if you're in commercial or even civil, like if you want to get in the high rise, like now's the time when you're project coordinator, because I made a lot of placements 
uh, putting coordinators in, in the high rise industry from commercial because there's such a lack of uh, available coordinators. So, uh, and that's also, there's higher salaries in high rise than anything else as you've probably seen in my charts. And uh, so that's another option for you guys. And, and with low rise construction for all intents and purposes uh, in its 11th hour, like it's not busy. There's, you know, sales centers closing. Just the way the market's been rolling in low-rise new developments, it's not optimal time. It's not 2017. So if you're a low-rise coordinator or someone with some contracts experience, it is not a terrible time to move over to the high-rise side and get that money. Uh, you might have to take a lateral move in title, but the high-rise uh, developers tend to pay better, those types of projects. So it, that's kind of a cunning way, too, to get a raise. Like, it's obvious, switch jobs. Or if you're at a bigger developer, ask for a transfer into the high-rise section. Like if you're a company like Empire who does low-rise and high-rise, if I'm on the low-rise side, I'm buying the high-rise construction manager coffee. You know, I'm trying to get into right. the keg. I'm right. inviting him to my pool. Like, let's go. Like, we're besties, you know, because, you know, you can kind of do that. But even in com – I think commercial construction – is kind of this is going to be the year of commercial construction there's seems to be a lot of site supers around that are getting paid good salaries like let's say 90k but they're working 70 hours a week so I, a strategy that i've kind of talked to with some guys is ask for to be moved over to hourly and some guys like hourly some for some reasons viewed upon as like more blue collar and you know like i'm a supervisor now like i don't want to work hourly that's what i did when i was a carpenter but some of the site supers i know who are making 40 45 bucks an hour are clearing well over 100k no problem because every hour they're working it's being accounted for you know and they usually don't have down weeks they might have a few weeks where they're at 30 hours but they definitely have weeks when they're at yeah, 70 but, well, you know sort of plays into uh the theme of like there's just too many like good opportunities out there to be working like 70 hours a week you know on a 40 hour a week salary like i know i got a right. candidate right now i got a candidate right now who who's working at the office like 80 hours 70 80 hours a week when when right. the person could easily be working 40 for the same amount of money more or more right wow. right and that's a good situation to talk to your boss about and, and if you're like worried about being fired then you're probably going to be looking for a job anyway. Like if you don't have the confidence to go to your boss and simply ask for more money, I can't envision a better time uh, in the construction industry to ask for more money because opportunities are ripe. The industry's hot. Uh, Toronto in and of itself is growing. And as the tide rises, you're going to rise with it. But uh, like, I don't, if you're worried about getting fired or confronting your boss, like it doesn't even sound like a healthy workplace to begin with, you know, like it should be, what's that, what's that phrase? A uh, high tide raises all boats. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it just seems it's a seemingly a good time. And like, as recruiters, we're always trying to get people. I would say the average raise that we get people somewhere between 15 and 25%. So someone gets, you know, goes from 60 to 70 or 60 to 75. And that kind of just tells you that, you know, sometimes you're undervalued where you are, but sometimes your candidates are like undervaluing, undervaluing themselves. Like they could yeah. probably get that raise if they asked for it at times, you know, but they don't no, ask well, like, for I it. I think the average raise like year over year is probably like 
on a good company is five percent, right? So right. if we get you even fifteen percent, and that's if you're a good company, then you're just jumping three years and you're also probably jumping three years in job title and like responsibilities and yada yada. So and I've seen all these years. sort of I've seen all these yeah. sort of like TEDx conferences and all these articles saying you should only work for a company for three years and then move on. So I mean I, as a recruiter I love that. Right. Um, and this construction, I think, I think that's great. That makes sense yeah. in construction too, because superintendents and project managers are going more and more towards project based careers. So it's not about who you work for as much as what you've done. So if you have the ability to move to a better project, that means the bigger the project, typically more money or the more intricate or specialized the project usually means more money. So you might be if you're just doing bathrooms or commercial kitchens and things like that, and you're really good at it, but if that's all you're good at over the course of 10, 15 years, like you're going to be capped at what kind of money you can make. But if you jumped around into a few different things, all of a sudden, especially if you're you know, young, especially if you're, especially young. if you're young, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You right. want to get move up. You want to be like, especially if you're young, all you get your shot in commercial interiors or restoration or something. And, and I call you and I give you an opportunity in, in commercial, you know, fit outs, take it. And then you move on to the next one. You got, maybe you get to low rise res and then maybe you get to mid rise and all of a sudden you're making 220 G's building a 60 story high rise downtown Toronto, right? right? Like, but you're but never going to get there if you stick doing restoration forever or, or whatever, right? But there is a caveat to that. There are companies, you know them, I know them. They'll remain unnamed. Some of them are my clients. I'm sure some of them are your clients that my I would I would never even try to take them from because they offer RSP, they offer pension. You know sure. it's stable. They pay really well. The bonuses are good. The culture is good. And if you could get into one of those companies, maybe you don't look. But those companies that have that culture are usually the easiest ones to ask your boss for more money because the culture is great. They know what you're doing. They know how hard you're working. And they want to keep you because you're good. So it's one of those things where if you can't ask your boss and you don't want to change industries, you can still change within that industry, but go to a better company. Right? I don't even want to move. I don't want to want to move you if you're happy. I don't want the stress right. of, <laughs> of moving someone from a happy situation to something that may be unknown where, you know, there's enough unhappy people out there that we can have save their commutes. And I'm like superstitious. Like if I hear someone's about to have a baby or something, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll talk to you in four months. I don't want to deal with like making someone making a move and hating it, especially when they're starting a family or like there's all these things where, but for most of the candidates, it's, it's more likely a situation where they haven't asked for a raise or they haven't looked around at a new role simply because they're too busy or they're stuck in their ways or they lack confidence. They're not confident enough in themselves to think, well, I could kill it no matter where I go. But I think the important thing is you have to talk to your boss no matter what, even if you're thinking about moving or you're not thinking about moving, you're going to say the same. You don't have to play your cards. You don't have to show them your hand. But you could tell them, listen, I'm working extra hours or I've done this to perfection or I've put in this extra effort. Uh, do you think that I'd be able to would be able to discuss my salary? And you, yeah. that doesn't have to be a formal meeting. Like you can have that over a coffee. That's a 10 yeah, Only ask coffee. for a salary if you feel like you deserve it. Like if you are not a good employee and you don't deserve a raise, I wouldn't ask for a raise. But if you're right, killing right. it, you know, <laughs> right. like not saying, you know. 
if you're just going in and reading the newspaper and like going for a million coffee breaks, then you hate your job. Don't ask for But it. that's going to come out anyway, though. So it's really not even that bad in that case. Even if you suck, you should still ask your boss for a raise because the truth comes out eventually. You know, I'd rather hear the truth at day uh, 100 than year two, you know, and get canned out of the blue. Like, I'd rather be like, you know, hey, Tony, uh, I think I've been working really hard. I want more money. And, and him saying, you suck. What are you talking about? You yeah, showed up to right. me at 1015. Like, right. you know, right. but I think it's better. It's like that open line of communication. I think that communication part and that confidence part, whether you're good, bad, doesn't matter. I think it's going to serve you long term. So whether that means watching Gary Vaynerchuk videos, whether that means like I read how to win friends and influence people. I've read all those self-help sales books and they all kind of say the same thing, you know, like be confident, be happy, be proud in what you do. And, you know, you probably get what you want. There, there's My, the false notes version for people like me in high school. Well, I've heard from a few people. I know you attended various uh, post-secondary institutions, so I'm sure you're well-schooled. <laughs> <laughs> okay i gotta go man have a good uh, okay. have a good weekend you too Talk to thank you, you. Bye, everybody. thanks everyone